Hey guys, and welcome to the Movement Docs Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm Mike. And we're just two guys who want to help students and clinicians grow in the field of rehab. Welcome to the show. Gee, hey come guys. on, man. Trying to do the intro. Wait, but it's still recording. I know it's it's cool. I'll edit it out later. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hey guys, and welcome to episode 16 of the Movement Docs Podcast. Today we've got our good buddy Gerard Talbot Paul back again for a recap of the non-zero day challenge. Gerard is a Shenandoah University MSAT grad class and 2017 graduate. He is an ATC, LAT, and CSCS in Florida. He works as a personal trainer and is at his local YMCA, where he trains at the general population for the fat loss goals, as well as providing strength and conditioning to the YMCA's under 12 and 13 volleyball teams. He has an infatuation with the fields of rehab, strength and conditioning, and personal development. Other than that, he is a fan of anime, has a weakness for cookies and gummies, and also binge watches Hodge Twins YouTube videos from time to time. Our good friend Gerard, welcome to the show. What's up? What's up? <laughs> what's up, Jake? Welcome back, and thank you for not bringing crickets with you this time. Yeah, man, I had to leave them in the uh, their cages. <laughs> now it sounds like you're a real boy, and like not like you're stuck in like a tube somewhere. That's good. The sound quality is it's fantastic. Way better. Yeah, I'm now like far away. There's no airplanes. There's like dogs barking in the background. It's all for the effect. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> it adds another dimension to the podcast. You know you're, what I mean? You're a man that likes ambiance. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. The crickets are so soothing. You can't follow you for that, man. Mm-hmm. Love the ambiance. <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel like Mike. It's just a symbol for G. He's. He's all natty, bro. <laughs> all natty. <laughs> so, so Jake, what are we talking what about? Does that have to do with anything? <laughs> It was right. a really bad joke because you were in nature, you know what I mean? And like, oh, oh, there you go again. Natty. There you go again. Taking it to the next level. Oh. <laughs> that, was a, that was a, yeah, that was a shout, shout out, out to Dr. Like, Dr. Mike. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Mike, we, we're going we're gonna to recap this non-zero day challenge. So we're going to talk about um, our successes, and I'll probably talk a lot about my failures. <laughs> we're going to talk about the goals that we – each may or may not have met um, the book Emotional Intelligence. And then uh, we've actually got a couple cool questions based on some of the uh, blog posts that we put up that we're going to kind of ask each other and see if we can get a little bit more information and background on them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then I think, I think that's all we got uh, chalked up for today. So Should be good. Gee, why don't you, uh, why don't you kick it off? Can you recap for our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with the whole non-zero day concept, mm-hmm. like what it is and um, how we kind of created this little challenge? You sure you don't want to do that, man? Yeah, that's why I asked you the question. All right, cool. I'll do it. So, uh, <laughs> so, so back in the day, Jacob sent uh, a text to the group chat to a Reddit link. Um, it was super long. We had to scroll all the way to the bottom. <laughs> And uh, there's this one reply. I don't even think the title of the thing was non-zero day. It was just that one reply was non-zero day. I guess it inspired Jacob, so he sent it. So this guy was just talking about basically making the most out of your days and how we shouldn't 
have consecutive days of doing nothing or leading to nothing. And we should at least do maybe one thing each day that kind of leads us to our goal or whatever our goal is. Um, dang, I lost train of thought. But so, oh, yeah, so it kind of sets you up to have your future self in the best position, right? So you want to forgive your present self for not doing maybe reading something or doing one thing that helps you towards your goals. Um, also, you want to forgive your past self for not doing it. And you want to set up, you want to do things with your present self that eventually set up your future self. I don't know if that even makes any sense. What do you guys think? <laughs> so, you to, kind of, no, spot right there, bro. <laughs> my bad. It was just scripted that way on the Google Doc. So, oh, whoops. <laughs> so basically, gee, I think what um, you said a lot, you hit a lot of what the big points. Trying to say. You, know, you hit a lot of the big points. So it was a it was a comment on a thread that I found a while back where this kid got that right. This kid had um, <laughs> he was struggling with like some depression and was having some like anxiety issues, and he felt like he wasn't really going anywhere in life. <clears throat> and so, excuse me, this dude commented on there, and he he talked about how um, just like you said, like he he basically laid out the template for this this whole concept of a non-zero day. Right. Mm -hmm. And there were, I think, four rules. One was to always be non-zero. Right. And that is the idea that if you do something, it is greater than doing nothing. So just like you said, you, you know, we want to have something, we want to do something, accomplish something every day that's going to set us up for for success in the future. Mm -hmm. But the reality of it is that there are going to be days where maybe we don't quite do that. Right. And that's where this whole rule number two of like forgiveness comes in. Yeah. So we have to forgive ourselves for, for falling short sometimes, right? We're going to fail. Life is going to hit, hit us pretty hard sometimes. And the reality is we may not be in a position to do something that, that may be um, non-zero towards the goals that we, we want to achieve. So that's where forgiveness comes in. Number three is recognizing your three selves, just like you talked about. So you've yeah, got a past you, a present you, and a future you. Right. So <clears throat> present you is whatever's going on right now. Past you is what's happened in the past and things that you can't change. So you either need to reflect back and be thankful for what you did for yourself in the past that set, has set you up for this present success, or you need to forgive yourselves. So re- forgive yourself, your past self, for maybe things that you fell short on. Right. And then present you, <clears throat> your whole goal is to try to set future you up for success. So maybe maybe past you lets you down a little bit. That's okay. Just forgive yourself. But then in the present moment, you know, take like five, ten minutes, try to do something, something that is gonna set you for set you up for success in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. What and really then, stood out was like he said, even reading one sentence of a book or writing down one sentence, basically being like it says, non-zero. Maybe that's point one, but it's okay. As long as you not have a zero day. Yep. <laughs> And then the last, I think the rule number four is uh, basically like personal development. And <clears throat> what that boils down to is just exercise and books. That's the easy thing, <laughs> right? So try to do something every day and try to try to do something physical, like some sort of physical activity every day to better your physical self. And then <clears throat> try to do, engage in some sort of, you know, reading or like, 
maybe if you can't get a book, maybe it's a TED talk, maybe it's a, you know, podcast. It's something that's going to engage you mentally, um, as well as physically to make you, to, to help you better yourself every day. And that's what we, we kind of gravitated towards that whole concept, <coughs> excuse me, because, uh, that's kind of what our whole podcast is about. Right. Um, and that's mm-hmm. why we brought you in because we know that you're all about personal development too. And we would always share like, you know, quotes or memes or things back and forth about like, how can we be yep. more, more productive? How can we hack our day to make it, um, you know, we only have 24 hours, but how can we hack it so that we get more productivity out of it? Right. How can we be a better version of ourselves tomorrow than we are today? And so mm-hmm. we kind of felt that this whole concept of like being non-zero, living non-zero um, would fit in with our message and would be a great way to kick off the new year. Now, you know, that may not have been the reality of it for some of us, <clears throat> but um, <laughs> I, I think that it was, it was certainly like a great way to start off the new year and, and really kind of put your mindset, um, your, get your mind right, get you ready for, for the future. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you said that really solid. You know, it's it's a it's a mindset change or, or reframing in a sense. You know, uh, this is a new year. We're going to find ways that we can continue to make ourselves better um, over time. And so, you know, making non-zero can be a way to to do that um, in a way that's not completely overwhelming at times. Because even when things are crazy and life gets in the way a lot. You can say, all right, well, I did one push-up or like you said, gee, I wrote, you know, one sentence down or I read one page in a book or, or one word working towards those goals. So it's a cool way to kind of break the inertia, uh, the, the paralysis by analysis kind of thing and just get out and start working. It reminds um, me of when I heard some quote or something from someone talking about building habits. They would say, all right, if you're trying to brush your teeth at night or something, just go brush one tooth. You might break that inertia and end up just brushing your teeth. Hmm. Maybe you read that one sentence and you're just like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to read this page. And then before you know it, you're through like 20 pages or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, makes me yeah. random, random, uh, random thing here. Do you know um, what state they invented the, the toothbrush in? <sighs> no. Wyoming. Uh, <laughs> that would be West Virginia. And the reason is because... <laughs> If it was invented everywhere, anywhere else, it would be called the teeth brush. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good one. Good Let one. Go. <laughs> we can always count on you for having these, like, these perfect, like, Are you saying West Virginians only have one tooth? Every single one of them? I mean, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not trying to make a blanket just statement. I'm just saying, like, the guy that invented it probably only had one tooth. Yeah, we're probably a bunch of Gloria. Which which tooth do you think he had? Uh, the, the tooth, like he just had. Which one? Had, he had one, so it, it was just the tooth. Okay, okay. I don't know. So you can't even tell which tooth it was. It was just one tooth he ever had, so he just called it the tooth. I think it was probably it probably like flip flop between top and bottom gum. You know what I mean? Like when, yep. when he kind of smacked his lips or ate something, like when he would bite down and just kind of move back and forth. So I don't know that it's it, <laughs> I don't know that it had like a set root and crown and all those other pieces of the tooth. Um, Transient tooth. That, that dentin layer. <laughs> what are the other what are the other parts of the tooth? No, I still I still I think I need to go back and study that slide. I still can't get it in my head. 
the root. What else? <laughs> there's, Ena- a- there's the the enamel, the dentin, oh. uh, something else. Yeah. They got some nerves in there. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely <laughs> nerves in there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, most most of what I do when we have conversations like this is I like you guys say something, and it just instantly like sets me up for some sort of joke in like four minutes. <laughs> And so, like, I'm trying to constantly process the information that's, like, being discussed while also trying to find a way to work my joke in. (laughs) So. It's perfect. All right, Jacob. I love you, (laughs) I I don't – sometimes I worry about myself because of the way my brain works, but. Dude, that's what makes this podcast unique. You're just so uh, out, out there. And Mike is, like, just like the rock. You know, Mike is my rock. Oh, yes. Oh, you can't see it, but I'm blushing right now. So all that red Hashtag romance. <laughs> um, yeah. So was that Hashtag romance? So uh, what does that have to do with non-zero? Well, I made one joke, which is greater than zero jokes. Um, <laughs> Which is typically a good thing. Sometimes it cannot be a good thing, depending on who you're making the joke to. Um, I can tell you from personal experience, trying to make a joke to your uh, cardio or electrophysiologist slash cardio surgeon while they're putting an ICD in your chest. Wait, you did this? Oh, yeah, dude, because they didn't... Dude, when, this is another story. Come on, come on, go. <laughs> so if you get a pacemaker put in, they can't, or like an yeah. ICD, they can't completely put you under because they have to make sure that your heart rate is regulated between a certain like level. And yeah. so I was like dropping in and out of anesthesia or like in and out of consciousness because of the anesthesia. And <laughs> they had a curtain like on the bottom part of my neck on the left side that kind of covered my left pec where they were doing the surgery. And so there's just this little surgical curtain and I could feel like everything that was going on, but, um, Whoa. yeah, but like, I, it was like numb. You feel them finagling with your heart? Not really. Cause you don't, I don't think you have like nerves quite like that. Um, oh, but, uh, they, they put like the nerve block in <laughs> and they're, they're doing stuff and I'm kind of drifting in and out of consciousness and, um, they would like say something or like I hear them do something. And I would just wake up at random times. So, like, I woke up one time and I heard, like, oh, we don't know where the vein is. Like, we can't find the subclavian vein. And I was just like, that doesn't sound good. And they look over and be like, we need more anesthesia. Or um, they, when she was first making the incisions, at that time in my anatomy class, because I was a junior in college, um, okay. we were learning about, like, the pec girdle and, like, you know, the shoulder and all that stuff. Wow. And so. It's pretty in- it's anatomy class. And so I was like, I was, well, we had a cadaver lab too. So we got to see, we used the same cadavers that like the UVA, like med students used. Um, so I was like kind of familiar with anatomy. You just dissected cow hearts. And like frog eyes and stuff like that. But anyways, yeah. so I can feel her making this incision. And so I'm like in, you know, I'm loopy on anesthesia. And I was like, oh, sounds like you're near the pec minor. And she's like, she just like pokes her head around the curtain. She's like, no, you couldn't be more wrong. Oh, dang. I was like, dang. Wow. All right, just give me some more anesthesia. Let me go back to sleep. But, uh, Jeez. 
Yeah. Okay. So, um, anyways, you know, times like that, it's probably not the best to try to make jokes. But, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, when someone has a scalpel inside of you. Yeah, you know, outside, inside. Same, same, but different. <laughs> live dangerously, I suppose. I, too, like to live so. dangerously. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's bring yeah. it back. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so so we talked a little bit about the the non-zero day challenge and like and and not what it means to be non-zero. Um, how did we turn the whole concepts of like the non-zero into the challenge itself, and what did we do over this month? Why don't you bring us in, G? So we made we made goals, right? So each of us had goals, and um, <clears throat> basically we set these goals, and then we try so. We had the challenge recap going on, so we had to get these goals done so we can be able to talk about it in the this podcast that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. So, and each day, basically you set up a wonderful calendar, <laughs> and we discussed about how we should probably blog a little bit and do Instagram posts for, for basically documenting our process through this challenge. Mm-hmm. So both, all three of us posted like twice a week, doing like a recap of our day or the last few days or maybe some wonderful insight that we had that day, uh, documenting our our goals and our process to that goal. Mm-hmm. So what, what was you guys' goals? You want to recap that? Sure. Why don't you go first, Jake? <laughs> um, so... Throw <laughs> him under the bus! <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I'm trying to remember because I, I remember I called G like, it was probably like December 30th and I was at a sheets gas station getting gas, like driving to my friend's house for new year's. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't even know what I want my goals to be. And so we talked about it for like a good, that's probably like a good 30, 40 minutes. And yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, cause I never wrote them down, um, which is, let me just tell your goals. Yeah, for you, do you want to go, go ahead tell tell my goals. <laughs> so like you said, so I was like, maybe we should get like a fitness goal or something. Right. And then he wanted he wanted to lose like a, this absurd amount of pounds in a month, and I was like, "How about we just do a process oriented goal, and let's just let's let's just walk for like maybe like three hours per week. Maybe that that's like thirty minutes a day." He was like, "All right, cool," because he already has a membership at Planet Fitness with a boy with one of his boys, so they're gonna walk. I was like, "All right, cool," and then I was like, "All right, let's so we're gonna read Emotional Intelligence," and he's like. Uh, gotcha. I already listened to the whole book. It's like, all right. Um, what else? And then I was like, how about you have like a business kind of goal for the podcast and uh, do like basically Instagram interaction with other people, try to get the followers up and try to get basically your community up. So I think those were like three-ish goals. Am I missing one? Yeah. No, I think I think that was pretty much it. Um, yeah. I didn't write them down, so I'm glad that G remembers. <laughs> Um, but basically like my interpretation of that was I would try to get into the gym as much as I could, um, try to be as active, like, you know, with the whole like movement docs thing. And then, um, uh, obviously read emotional intelligence, which I I listened, Mm -hmm. like G said, I had already listened to the whole book at that point in time. So I'd already met one of those three goals. Um, As far as, are we just talking about the goals? Are we talking about like how we progress, or do you just want to know what the goals are? Just run through the goals, I guess, and then we come back around. Okay. 
All right. So those are my goals. <laughs> well, I guess he had like a diet goal too. And he was like, yeah, I already have uh, my, my diet plan from Exos. And I was like, cool. Just follow that. I don't know how it went, but I guess we'll find out soon. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned well, to, see, to see how well I didn't do with any of those goals. The next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, I think, Jake, I think you did do pretty well, um, especially like when we talk, and we'll talk about this coming up here soon too, about like all the different reflections and all that stuff. And so, you know, like part of the non-zero day challenge itself was to, to kind of like slow down and, and reflect on our experiences and so, you know, and we'll get into this more too, but like, okay, so maybe you didn't quite get some of the goals that you had set out, but you ended up like growing and learning a lot from those experiences. Um, and also like, we're able to slow down and make some really like awesome realizations about yourself and about like your interactions with other people too. And so, you know, while like the, the goals that were initially set, maybe weren't made, um, you know, by the end of the challenge, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you know, we all learned from, from that, uh, whole process and the process itself. So it's almost like doing the challenge in its own right. While we never explicitly said it was a goal, it was kind of a goal for all of us too, just to go through this challenge and kind of grow together. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of successes to be drawn from that. And too. I, I would, yeah. I would definitely agree with that statement because, and we'll, like, like we said, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more here in a couple of minutes, but, um, it just reminds me of that posted jihad, the quote, like man plans and God laughs. Right. Like I had, I had all these like, and it, <laughs> talking to Gerard, like they, they weren't even really that like grandiose goals. My initial ones that I said were like way crazier. Um, and so, you know, I, I had set myself up. I was like, Oh, I'm going to do this stuff. But the reality of it is, is that, you know, life never really works out that way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be drawn from that, you know, from those experiences. So. Be cool to talk All about. right, Mike, you're up. What, what were what were your goals? Um, a lot of my goals, I wanted to read more, um, which we did through you know the Emotion Intelligence book, which is good. And then I had a weight loss goal, and so I wanted to lose five pounds by the end of the month. Was the main one, um, and so we'll we'll attach like the the process like goal sheet. It's very <laughs> it's very like type A of me to do that, but it's just, it's it's basically just outlines all the different processes and then breaks those processes up into different like actionable steps. Um, got a decent amount of success with it, but you know it was definitely a lot of challenges too and a lot of growth coming through it. So it'd be cool mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> had made a we had made a, a reflection template uh, to talk about like different like you know, how we interacted with present past self and all that kind of stuff. And my goal was to go through that reflection template every day, but that didn't work out. That didn't work out so well. <laughs> I started maybe like the first week and then, um, I would get home and I would look at the thing and I'd be like, why did I make this four pages long? <laughs> I don't want to look at this. And then I would just close my laptop and then that would be done for the yeah, day. I'm so, pretty sure the but, only time I opened that was on an accident. Yeah. <laughs> So a lot to be learned from that one, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Can't win them all. <laughs> no, but we tried though, right? There we dared dared it to be batted. Dared dared to be bad. So you know. yes, yeah, we dared to be bad. We still dare. It's a this current. It's an action actioning verb. We're daring. We're daring right. to be bad. Present tense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're still still daring to be bad. 
Um, yeah. All right, G, it's it's your turn. You're up. What were your goals? My goal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had read emotional intelligence. Um, I had um, <clears throat> exercise three to four times per week because previously I was just hitting like twice or maybe once. Um, I had <clears throat> I had something like walk 20 minutes a day or something like that. Oh, get sun outside 20 minutes a day. Should be easy, right? Because you're in Florida. Um, and then I had planned to drop a couple episodes of a, of a podcast. But uh-huh. those are my goals. I didn't, I didn't know that was one of your goals. Yeah, I kind of wrote it in there, hoping I would follow through. Hmm. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Will Goku ever finish his spirit bomb? <laughs> so, <laughs> so what went well? What 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 do you think? Like um, th- out of this whole process, like what went well for you? So I think um, what went well was being accountable to you guys and mm-hmm. actually having like the idea of posting stuff mm-hmm. made me have to. It's like homework is due at this certain time, so I have to get it done so I can post. So I think that was pretty uh, that was pretty successful, just being accountable to you guys. So it made me have to do it. Hmm. Uh, oh, and oh, another goal I had read like a research paper a day. Okay. I was I was doing really well until like the last few days. Because mm-hmm. the last few like last the papers that I have like in my tabs are like twenty pages long, and I'm like, yo, this is like tackling a mountain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I think the accountability part was the most, like, influential, most, like, important thing to help with the success of it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that, too, because, um, you know, just the, the mere act of, of writing stuff down and, like, just making that, that public, mm-hmm. um, even on the days when you're feeling like, man, I don't want to do this or I don't want to work towards what I'm doing, like, there's other people out there, like, especially you guys that, like, knew what I was doing. And so I felt, you know, there a certain obligation to say, okay, well, I, you know, I need to start working towards this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, somebody, I forget who it was in a, a book. They were talking about that, like be- behavior change might've been in switch. Um, but anyway, in that book, they talk about like the act of writing goals down and how the process of writing them, whatever, mm-hmm. like for whatever reason, just like makes it stick more. And I don't yeah. know why that is, but um, accountability, I think, is huge. And for anybody that's you know trying to make goals and is listening to this and trying to figure out different ways to improve and be successful, uh, writing them out or finding an accountability buddy uh, is a good way to kind of go about it. At least in our experiences, it seems like accountability buddies. Yeah, because sometimes it's easy to like let let yourself down, but if someone else is like riding on your decisions and your actions, then it's like it's harder to not do it because more people are getting impacted by your choices <clears throat> dude you know it's funny yeah, I agree um, with that. well it's not really funny it's just an interesting side note i also agree with that gerard um but when you said accountability buddies <laughs> dude i did a i did a project at uva my senior year well my fourth year to use uva speak uh at uva um i was in my i think it was sports psychology class and we had this big project on motivation and I, as a fan of South Park, 
there was um, an episode where they had accountability buddies. What the premise of it was, it was just a thing that was in there. Um, and so we ended up making a, like a fake, um, almost Tinder-esque type website. And then the whole premise of the program was that you would, at UVA, <clears throat> you would type in like your exercise goals and like your current, like, you know, whatever your preferred workout was, like cardio or weights or whatever, um, and like your availability. And then it would basically match you with like a gym buddy. So it was like a dating app. It was what? like a dating app for workout buddies. And we called it oh, Accountability no Buddies. We never made the app, but we made we what? made like a fake website for it. Um, I wonder if it's still up. Uh just continue and talk. I'm gonna see if I can find this. But <laughs> that just reminded me of a thing. We tried. We tried uh, after we graduated to like try to make that and like tr- try to set up something between like the computer science department or the uh, computer engineering department with the kinesiology program to see if they could actually turn that into an app and make it like UVA specific. Mm-hmm. And then if that succeeded, then we would go, you know, like global or like large scale with it, but it never. Dude, Jacob, you could have been in Silicon Valley, bro. Dude, I, I can, there's more than one story of stuff like that. That was like ideas that we came up with, but it just never was able to follow through with at the time. Oh. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mike? What was a uh, successful or like, what, what made this successful for you? Yeah. You know, I agree with it, with what you said about accountability. That was, that was what really helped me be successful. And I think making small goals and breaking them up into like actionable steps was really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, I could say, yes, I achieved this or no, I did not. And so, you know, like the way that I had broken down some of these like weight loss goals, I had talked about, you know, breaking up into like four key elements. Like, can I manage my hunger? Um, you know, am I getting enough exercise? Am I, you know, eating nutritious meals? And am I kind of like slowing down with my eating? And so I kind of broke those up into to different strategies, you know, mm-hmm. um, for like hunger management, I was, I was working at like, okay, I'm just going to make sure that I drink more water uh, throughout the day. Cause you know, if when you're dehydrated, you tend to like feel hungry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was like something I could easily track. And I had a, a Nalgene bottle that I'd fill up in the morning and I'd say, all right, I want to make sure that I drink this by the end of the day. Now, granted that was small and I probably needed more water than that, but mm-hmm. it got me off the couch and got me moving. And so I was very careful with the way that I like worded those goals and the way that I like put together those processes. I tried to make small behavior changes that I felt like confident on a scale of nine out of 10 with. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like, yeah, I probably needed to drink like three of those Nalgene bottles a day, but I felt confident that with a nine out of 10 certainty that I could drink at least one of those a day. And Mm -hmm. so I started, I started there. And so, you know, I would drink one and I found that if once I got through one of them, I'd fill it up again and I'd drink at least two or three more throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I ended up drinking the amount of water that I needed, but I don't think I would have gotten there had I had looked at my goal and said, oh man, I got to drink three of these today. Yeah. You know, so making those things smaller and a little bit more actionable um, was really helpful. And and things that I felt confident that I could achieve. Um, It's similar how I set up how to read, Emotional intelligence, like I could have been like 30 pages a day, 
Mm-hmm. That was like 10 pages a day. It's easy. Mm-hmm. So by the time January 25th came about, like I was already done with the book. It was easier to like crush 10 pages rather than 30 pages. Yeah. Similar, but. No, I, you totally <laughs> hit it. The nail on the head. That's, that's, that's exactly it. You know, um, find ways that you can almost like, you know, make yourself successful. That's easy to be successful. Um, break mm-hmm. those goals down into small things that you can do on a daily basis that you feel confident with and, and you'll have success making those behavior changes, at least in you know, our experience. I have, I have, I have not yeah. had as much Sorry. success with that, but I have had some success doing like those actionable things. Um, and a lot of it, honestly, is just getting my notes done. Like thinking to myself, okay, mm-hmm. if I spend five minutes and knock this out before my next pa- my next patient, and that's like, you know, five more minutes or fifteen more minutes, I don't have to spend later. Um, so trying to mm-hmm. go to work every morning and knock out two to three evals that, that are backlogged that I need to do, um, and then make sure all my daily notes are done. And so I'm like almost at the point where like by yeah. this Friday I should be completely caught up on everything. Um, and so that's been mm-hmm. a big thing for me, just because as a new grad, like with the amount of paperwork and everything that goes into like building a schedule, right? Because as a student, <clears throat> I mean you see evals and stuff, but you're like already jumping into somebody's already existing caseload, right? And I don't mm-hmm. think I really realized like as a new grad PT, there's a point where you don't have patients. And you actually have to eval every single patient that you see. And so, you know, there were days of like, you know, three, four. Thank God there weren't any five-day evals because for every eval, when you're trying to learn a new EMR system, one that one with like ours is a little bit, um, <clears throat> give me unforgiving at times, is a little bit like redundant with some stuff. There's just a lot of stuff you got to fill in. Um, I mean, that can take anywhere from mm-hmm. 45 minutes to an hour. So if I do four evals in a day, then that's like four hours of paper I got to do. And I've gotten better. I've gotten more streamlined at it. Yeah. But it's been that well, this is one of the things that I wasn't expecting to get from this whole month of learning about myself. But I've definitely become more adept at, like, paperwork and just trying to do those little actionable steps where it's like, all right, I'm going to spend five, ten minutes and do this so that I don't end up like mm-hmm. I have on weekends trying to do eight hours of paperwork. So, yeah. That's, it, it's kind of cool, too, if we're going to tie it back to non-zero, too. It's like your present self is setting your future self up for success. And I've... You know, you, you're, I was going to say, I've, no, I've also had my past self not really help me out too in that regard. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's been a, it's been a big learning point for me. And that's like, like I said, that's one of those things that I wasn't expecting. And I think that's one of those things that made this challenge, uh, more challenge, made it more challenging for me and why I feel like I failed in a lot of ways with the goals that I had set out. Right. Because I didn't necessarily do the things that I wanted to do. But I did end up finding out that, you know, learning more time management strategies as a new grad, learning how to better manage my patient caseload, learning how to using some of the emotional intelligence things and can just connect with people and like live in the moment and just be present mm-hmm. in a session. Um, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of good things that mm-hmm. came up, but I definitely didn't go to the gym as much as I wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. Hey man, you still was successful. Yeah. Some type. 
Also, I did find the website for Accountability Buddies. I have, I have sent that to you oh, in God. the chat, and we will post it um, in the show notes. But go ahead and peep that link, boys, wow. because I think you're going to like it. You want yeah, me to open this right now? Yeah, just just take a look. It's weird, don't, nothing weird on here. Because I think it's an interesting concept. I mean, we talk about like holding people accountable, and it was just something that reminded me of a thing I did one time. Um, oh, I think I think that's so cool. Is that a chunks ability push up she's doing? Yes. Kind of looks like it. No, no way, no way. Little FMS. <laughs> That's very cool. <laughs> and there's there's young college. Well, man. you know, if uh, look at that spelt young gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I like your red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you but still yes. fit that shirt? Um, how many? How much gains did you make from there? From then to um, now? I probably put on about sixty pounds. But based on my body, how much did your bench go up then? To I now? wasn't benching then. I think I could probably still bench like two hundred something pounds. Oh, yeah, my yeah. my bench basically went from like probably struggling with like one eighty five, two hundred to four sixty, and like <laughs> two. <laughs> Excuse two and a half me. It's <laughs> hard work and dedication right there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry for that rabbit hole. It was just, it was something that made sense, and that's how my brain works. And so, um, we'll post that just because it's kind of interesting yeah. to look back on okay, on this being something that I had made four years ago with uh, with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's taking you through reflection on like what you've done in your past, and and you know how you've grown from where you were then to where you are now. And I think you know to tie it back into the challenge that's. Something that well, everything in these like daily reflections that we've been doing has been helpful for us, you know, um, whether or not we achieve the goals that we set out, you know, I kind of argue that that's maybe not the most important thing. I think mm. the most important thing is building up that system, uh, building up a process and, and learning more about yourself as you go along. Um, and in that, you know, we're all kind of winners in that regard. So that's pretty cool. But yeah. let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about um, about the uh, the posts that we had made, and so you know part of the challenge that we had for for this month was to to take these you know post Instagram too, but also have like a, a minute where we sit down each day and just like reflect on what's been going on with our life and everything like that. And um, we talked about different experiences that we had, whether that be realizations through the book or realizations through troubles that we had. Um, and so, gee. Uh, you mentioned in one of your posts that you are certainly uncertain. So can you speak to your realizations with being non-zero and dealing with uncertainty and what kind of strategies you use to continue to move forward in the face of adversity? Sure. So like when I posted that post, I was kind of like, well, I'm still going through like trying to hear back from PT school and what's going on with the rest of my life. So like I was just kind of having an argument with my brain self-conversation going on mm. and so that sunday like i wrote in the post like that sunday i well that friday no that saturday i took the gre again then i was on the phone with one of my friends and we were just talking and then i was telling him how like 
Yeah, I don't know about PT school. It's just like based on my GRE scores, this can happen. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then we're just talking about doubt and all this about like what's going forward. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, he hits me up in the morning. He's like, yo, listen to this sermon or whatever, because he was like, we were just talking about this last night. So I mm-hmm. listened to it. I So I go to the website at like 930, and the title of it was like, I doubt that. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And then <clears throat> Macy was just talking about how we always, like the words that we speak, like we say, I doubt that, or hopefully, and stuff like that. And that's basically mm-hmm. what I was doing for mm-hmm. a while. And um, and then that night, I was one of my one of the research papers I was reading <clears throat> was talking about being uncertain, like how treatment and in the clinic or whatever, it's like there's mm-hmm. a lot of uncertainty, and we try to find certainty with our special tests and stuff like that. Sometimes you don't even need a diagnosis whatever Mm -hmm. to treat a patient but we're trying to find the certainty but we should be okay with being uncertain Mm -hmm. and i was like whoa this is like a message to me (laughs) from the universe to like chill out and like just go with the process and have some faith Mm -hmm. so to deal with this uncertainty to be like super blunt you have no choice it's like you either (laughs) deal with it or not okay so what are you going to do are you going to just sit at home and just be doubtful or you're just going to be screwed and let's just keep going through this process and find out what happens on the other side. Hmm. But another way more practically is like your language that you speak and your self talk mm-hmm. is pretty important. Like if you're saying like, I doubt that, or maybe this might happen or hopefully this will happen or I don't know if it's going to happen depends on this. Like it's all mixing up like doubt and and you're just sinking in that uncertainty and like not being okay with it. <clears throat> so how to combat that would be just flip it and kind of be more present tense, present tense and be more um, certain with your words. Hmm. Like, like the, the sermon was like, <clears throat> say like it's God's will. So instead when people even bring up GRE or like talking about what's coming up next, like I'm so tempted to say like, Oh, it depends on my GRE. But now I just don't say anything. I'm more like, what was what will happen happens, mm-hmm. right? It's God's will, and, and then I'm like, <clears throat> basically just reframing how I'm thinking and be more positive and be more like a more uplifting kind of self talk mm-hmm. when I'm talking to myself because that's you kind of like influence your subconscious and how you feel so, with the words that you're saying. So yeah. that's really important when you're dealing with uncertainty. And like the mm-hmm. last thing I got from. Elliot Hulse, pretty much, basically the concept is basically have courage in the times of like when it's when it's like scary, and he said I don't know if he made this up, but it got it from someone. But it was like whatever path you you have the two choices of a path, whichever one is the most scary, choose that path. <laughs> so like whichever one is the most uncertain, you go in that direction. Mm-hmm. So have courage and go dire- into that uncertainty with like full force like my other guy brandon carter says kick down the doors two guns shoot him shoot anything that moves pretty much so yeah that's that's how i'm getting through uncertainty right now and like mm-hmm. doubt or whatever you whatever you want to call it yeah and that's how you get the adversity too you just got to go you have this like gary v says binary you either what else are you going to do 
not go through adversity or go through it. Yeah. Those are your options, right? <laughs> you either move yeah, through or you don't. You have two choices. You don't or you do. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I love that. You just said a lot of really, really great things um, in that. And so, like, what I really love that you said uh, is, is being present, you know, uh, just yeah. being in the moment. You know, when we look to the future is when we become anxious. Yep, when we look yep. to the past is when we become depressed. But when we're mm-hmm. in the present moment, we're in it. Um, and we're just content to be in that moment. You know, and we can kind of deal with things as they come along. So that was that's some really great advice there. And a question for you kind of came up to me, too, because you were talking about, like, positive self-talk and all of this. And so did you... Um, catch yourself, you know, like after you, you made that decision in your head to say, okay, I'm going to start reframing the way that I, I say things. Do you catch yourself often? Uh, you know, like going back to those like hopefully's or, or any of those kind of like word frames where you're kind of like coming down on yourself a little bit. And if yeah, so, always. what did you oh. do? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, always. But <clears throat> so Ellie Hulse, like back in the day, he had this, basically this video up of how to like basically reprogram your subconscious, right? I'm about to get real, like, weird here. But, like, <laughs> basically your words. So then recently he posted a video. It was, like, a, one of those things where you have to click it, send your email, and then you get, like, a free thing. So I was yeah. like, boom, it's Elliot Hulse. I do this all the time. So he sends, like, a video of how, basically a new video explaining the same concept. So basically it's, like, linking, like, a positive emotion with, like, the words you're saying, right? So... I have, I wrote down like, I am, you know, it has to be like present tense and like certain. So like, I'm happy and so grateful now that I am blah, 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 blah. Or I'm happy and so grateful now Hmm. that this is happening. Okay. But the key, the most important part is like, you want to visualize like maybe one of your highest moments. His was like, he ran like a 90 yard run in football and then slammed the ball in the end zone. So he replays that in his head. And then says that, um, says that saying. Hmm. So it's like in integrating emotion, positive emotion with that like phrase, mm-hmm. right? So where, where like reframing comes in, like say that negative self, that negative thought comes in, you basically say stop and then you say your little mantra and your visualization at the same time. Okay. So I was doing that for a little bit and now I kind of just, I say, I just switch my mind off. I'm like, yo, don't think that. And I kind of just think more like basically what, what I wrote down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's you, a good strategy too. No, I love that. So it's like a, it's like a, it's a gains bro kind of situation. You know, your, your mind is a muscle too, and you need to work right. at it the same way. Well, not the same way. Cause you're not going to be like lifting barbells and stuff in your head, but I mean, maybe you are. I don't you know. Can, you can. You can. If you use the force, you can. Oh, there's see. That, there's that one picture of the brain that, like, doing barbell curls, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's the same concept, right? You know, yeah, um, yeah. You, you're, you're training yourself. And it's kind of cool to, to hear that uh, perspective from you because, you know, it takes a little bit of time to, to consciously, like, thought stop reframe and mm-hmm. keep going but but now you know like you you can see the fruits of your efforts fruits yeah, of your efforts whatever it is yeah better. So that's fruits cool. of your labors that's but the word efforts, labor same thing right <laughs> the fruits of your loom yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, those commercials yeah, were so crazy <laughs> i was always weirded out a little bit about those commercials because they had all the people dressed up as fruit <laughs> Grape guy, grape grape guy was my favorite, <laughs> but I also felt that it was a little like kind of like not really socially acceptable to make 
the black dude, the grapes. Mm. I just <laughs> thought that was a little. <laughs> You've killed Gerard. <laughs> I kind of zoned out for like a second and I came back when he said black dude, the grapes. You made the black dude the grapes. Oh my goodness. All right. I mean, they, they did. I don't, yeah. I just, I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Okay. But those are some really good realizations, G. Um, I yeah. appreciate you taking the time to kind of share those experiences with us and, and like some ways for our listeners too to kind of reframe when they're dealing with uncertainty. So it's very cool. I had a, I had a quote for you guys before, because <clears throat> Mike, you were talking about how, the whole concept of like like being in the present and all of that stuff that's kind of evolved into this conversation that we had. But there's always a quote that pops around every once in a while, and that's something along the lines of right. it's called the present for a reason because it's a gift. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. I thought you were going to go really south with this one, but that was a good one. No, like every once in a while, I contribute something legitimate. I thought I thought you were about to go <laughs> off the limb, like <laughs> some random. No, 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 no. Oh, that was good. No. Yeah, yeah. See, non-zero. I contributed to the conversation. 